a Radio 1 91FM podcast. It's uh, two minutes past three, so it's time for today's uh, Side A with JBJ. Uh, this is a weekly three o'clock Wednesday feature where um, I bring in an album from home and uh, play all of Side A and just uh, put my feet up for a little while instead of running around trying to find uh, songs all the time for you fine people out there. And um, I spent my, uh, mor- uh, not Memorial Day weekend, uh, Queen's Birthday weekend, um, hanging out with um, a bunch of uh, dancers from around the country. Um, it was the Dunedin Midwinter Swing Festival, uh, which is a annual festival um, some locals put on. Um, Dunedin City Jazz Orchestra played, uh, the Rinky Tinky Jingle Jangle ba- uh, Jazz Club played, and um, Cat Cut and Steel Swing Band played. Um, but yeah, it was a couple days of dance classes, which was really cool, and um, some really swanky evening events. Um, a lot of it danced to big band jazz, and so I was thinking of what to bring in today, and I thought, well, I do have one jazz record, so maybe I'll bring that in. So I've brought in um, Glenn Miller, A Memorial, from 1944 to 1969. And 1944 was the year that uh, Glenn Miller disappeared uh, when his plane vanished over the English Channel. Um, R.I.P., probably. Um... And, uh, yeah, it's got a bunch of songs performed by Glenn Miller and his orchestra. Um, not all of them written by him. Uh, in those days, um, sort of arrangements were made and lyrics were put to songs, you know, on top of melodies that had already existed. Um, but a few of them are Glenn Miller, um, arrangements and compositions, but also are songs written by, uh, Frankie Carl. Uh, Joseph Winner, uh, Georges Boulanger, and uh, a bunch of others. If uh, you do find that you like jazz, no doubt you know about Radio 1's Jazz Junction, uh, hosted by jazz professor Richard Good on a Sunday morning. Um, he's been hosting that show for quite a long time and uh, plays lots of fantastic uh, jazz and swing and blues tracks um, on a Sunday morning. Um, I won't say too much about Glenn Miller. He was uh, really famous uh, worldwide um, in the 30s and 40s in the swing era. Uh, he was a big, big band leader um, in his heyday and uh, a member of other bands in his younger days and did some arranging for some other bands. Uh, trombone was his instrument of choice, which is pretty cool. Um, but there's um, inside the this uh, jacket of this album here, there's a few words written by uh, Benny Goodman, uh, one of his band members from early on, and um, a good friend of uh, Glenn Miller. And I won't read the whole thing, but I'm just going to read a few snippets of it, and then we'll get into the songs. Um, what should I say? Uh, so this is these are in the words of uh, Glenn Glenn. Uh, sorry, Benny Goodman. Um, I, too, have been a Glenn Miller admirer uh, for over a long time. Uh, we were friends for many years. During the late 20s, we worked together in Ben Pollock's band, for which he arranged and played trombone, and which I played sax and clarinet. When the band broke up in the early 30s, Glenn and I lived together and hoped we would find enough to work to support us. At first it wasn't easy, those were the depression days, and there wasn't enough work to go around for all the musicians. We lived in the Whitby Apartments on West 45th Street, and things got so rough for us that occasionally we would get up early and borrow empty milk bottles from in front of other apartments, and cash them in at the local grocery stores so we could buy hot dogs for lunch. Glenn in those days was exactly the same as he was about eight years later when he became leader of the most popular band in the country. He was an honest, straightforward man, and you just knew where you stood with him. He was always serious about his work, but off the job, he was an excellent companion with a wonderful sense of humor and a great feeling for the ridiculous. 
Have you ever heard the nonsensical lyrics he wrote for the Dorsey Brothers record of Anne's cousin Fanny? You had a real sense of humor to have come up with ideas like those. I think his greatest contributions were made to organize dance orchestras. He wrote many fine arrangements for us in the Pollock Band, so when the Dorsey Brothers decided to form their own band, they asked Glenn to arrange for them. He not only created some exciting charts, but also played a major part in the formation of the band. And so it wasn't surprising that when Ray Noble came to this country, he selected Glenn as organizer and arranger for his American band. Here again, Glenn turned in a first-rate job. Those of us who had been close to Glenn weren't entirely surprised when he decided to form his own band. After all, he had proven himself to be a careful and thorough organizer and rehearser, and even though he had never officially been credited as such, at least some sort of co-leader of the various bands in which he had played. As uh, all Miller fans know, it wasn't easy for Glenn at first. I remember that in either late 1937 or early 1938... Uh, when we were playing in Dallas, I ran into Glenn, whose band was working one of its first steady jobs at the Adolphus Hotel, and he was very downcast and discouraged and kept asking me uh, just what it was he needed to become successful. It's uh, kind of a common question for a lot of musicians these days, even. Um, so back to, sorry, back to Benny Goodman's words. Um, I really couldn't tell him anything he didn't already know, but I remember I did try to encourage him all I could. Nothing I said, I suspect, had anything to do with it, but within a year, Glenn's band had suddenly hit. It was after any, it was after that anybody was going to anybody else for advice. It might have been smart of me to turn to Glenn for his. Many people try to analyze just what it was that made Glenn's music so successful. I think uh, of several reasons. He had a great sense of the commercial, of what would attract the average listener, and this he managed to do without sacrificing his musical integrity. This is one reason why his band was so loved by so much of the public, while still retaining the respect of so many musicians. Glenn also was able to find the particular sound he was looking for that gave his orchestra the personal and distinctive sound which was recognized as his signature. Glenn had an amazing ability to recognize talent even when it was the raw, in the raw, and to help develop it. Um, think of the many young musicians who broke with his band, men like uh, Tex Beneke, Hal McIntyre, and Trigger Albert, and especially arrangers like Bill Finnegan. Mm, all had done right with other bands, but really blossomed under Glenn. And uh, finally, Benny Goodman points out here uh, that Glenn had a great knack for handling people. He may have seemed aloof to some of his public, and that aloofness was natural, for Glenn was not an outgoing person, at least not until he got to know somebody well, but he still managed to impart a sort of uh, mature warmth to his public. However, it was in dealing um, with musicians that he really shone. He was a driver, as many of us leaders of those days were labeled, but he drove his men generally and with reason, gently and with reason, and he invariably respected them and treated them as human beings, just as he himself always expected to be treated by others. I read a little bit of more, of that, more of that than I intended to, but uh, those are some words of a uh, friend of Glenn Miller, uh, famous jazz artist uh, Benny Goodman. Uh, so the songs we're going to hear now um, are um, all from Glenn Miller and his orchestra, uh, Moonlight Serenade, Sunlight Serenade, uh, Little Brown Jug, To You, Stairway to the Stars, In the Mood, My Prayer, and Johnson Rag. Thank you. 
heart and my love to you, to you, I'll bring sunbeams from heaven above, to you, to me, you're an angel and you mean the world, to me, I'll be forever yours, your smile made the clouds and the shadows on high take wings, your kiss was a real inspiration to greater my dreams I'm so thankful and grateful to say came true I owe it all to you
linger with you at the end of the day in a dream that's divine my prayer is a rapture in blue with the world far away and your lips close to mine tonight while our hearts are aglow oh tell me the words that I'm longing to know my prayer and the answer you give May they still be the same For as long as we live That you'll always be there At the end of my prayer
right, I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, my little indulgence there. Uh, that was today's Side with JBJ, and not your usual, um, something a little older uh, this week. Um, that was Side of uh, Glenn Miller's uh, A Memorial, 1944 to 1969, released on RCA Records. Um, yeah, a bunch of songs recorded by Glenn Miller and his orchestra. Uh, Moonlight Serenade, Sunlight Serenade, Little Brown Jug, To You, Stairway to the Stars, In the Mood, My Prayer, and Johnson Rag. Um, particularly that track, In the Mood, that's one uh, the Dineen City Jazz Orchestra will play pretty regularly if you ever see them around town. Um, yeah, I said before um, before I played those jazz tracks that uh, I got along to the uh, Dineen Midwinter Swing Festival, which was uh, quite a cool event. Um, learned some cool dance moves. Um, so yeah, check it out if that's your kind of thing. That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.